Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the second day of February 2024. Flyers Daily presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. Still four more days. Jeez, now I'm starting to get a little itchy. Four more days until the Flyers return. Uh, coming up on Tuesday against the Florida Panthers. Owen Tippett will face his former team. And while the break has been great, it's been good. And it feels really good to kind of step back, collect yourself, collect your breath, and just kind of absorb what's already happened this season through 50 games. And we need to take these remaining couple of days and, and do exactly that. And continue it forward. Uh, but I'm starting to itch again to get back into the rhythm of a season. Because you guys know I'm miserable when uh, the team's not playing or hockey's not being played. It has been 50 games so far of what has been a season that a lot of us didn't see coming. I know I didn't. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I saw this coming. Uh, but 50 games played. Third spot in the Metro. 25-19-6. 56 points. Uh, they're a team that struggled in the last five games, obviously. Uh, coming into this All-Star break, but they're going to get right back at it in a very important section of schedule uh, coming up right out of the break. So we look forward to that in that game against Florida and then the three-game homestand that follows with Winnipeg, Seattle, and Arizona. Uh, but one of the you know big storylines from this first half of the season or the first 50 games was obviously that, that night back on January 8th where the Flyers are playing the Penguins, and it is announced that a deal went down. Cutter Gauthier headed to the Anaheim Ducks for Jamie Drysdale. Jamie Drysdale now been in Philadelphia for a couple weeks, and I'm sure it was an absolute whirlwind for him. Leaves for a road trip as a member of the Ducks, a 10-day trip I think it was, headed to Nashville, got to Nashville, got traded, got on a plane the next morning, got to Philadelphia, practiced with the Flyers, and I think played that next day. So pretty wild set of circumstances for Drysdale. And where am I going to where am I going to sleep? Who's going to go back to my apartment? There's a ton to figure out. And Flyers had people for that, and that's why John Tortorella told him, "When you get here, just worry about hockey. We'll take care of all that other stuff." Uh, but Drysdale, all said and done, now has played for the Flyers eight games. He did miss a couple of games due to illness. He's got a goal and two assists, three points. He is playing uh, just under 20 minutes a night for the Flyers at 19 minutes and 40 seconds. And in his total NHL career, he's only played 131 games. He's got nine goals, 39 assists, 48 points in that time. And his average 19 minutes and 48 seconds in his career of ice time. So Jamie Drysdale is going to be one of those. He's a storyline from the first half of the season, but he's going to be a huge storyline for the second half of the season. And that's provided he can stay healthy because, obviously, he has missed some games prior to getting to Philadelphia. He only played 10 games this season. Last year uh, in Anaheim, he only played eight. The year prior, really his first full year in the NHL, he did play 81. So we got to see Jamie Drysdale stay healthy, but he'll be a big storyline for the remainder of this season. And we're hoping Jamie Drysdale is a big storyline going forward for this new core of Flyer players. Now, Drysdale, of course— was drafted uh, back in the 2020 NHL entry draft. He was taken sixth overall by Anaheim uh, in the first round. Uh, he's only 21 years of age. He's going to be 22 coming up on April 8th. Um, so he's a player that has got some NHL experience. And I think that I think it was Torts that said maybe he could have benefited from some 
time in the AHL was either uh, Danny Briere or John Tortorella that maybe he could have benefited from some time in the AHL prior to getting to the NHL. But that ship has sailed. That's done and over with now. So his development going forward uh, is what is of the utmost importance. So um, he's going to be a big part of it for this Flyers team. And before the team went on break, I had a chance to sit down with Jamie Drysdale. First time meeting him uh, face-to-face and first time having a conversation with him. And Here's how it sounded. We're a Flyers practice with uh, Flyers defenseman Jamie Drysdale. I know it's been a whirlwind over the last couple of weeks. Do you feel like kind of dust settling a little bit? Like, you know where the bathroom is and the showers and all that stuff? Yeah, no, definitely uh, picking up on things here and there as I go. But, uh, no, it's been great. Um, it's been about as smooth as I can ask for. So, um, you know, still figuring some stuff out in terms of areas, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, the guys have been great. The organization's been great. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome. Talk about the part of, of going from Anaheim, who was not really in a chase, to coming here and you find yourself all of a sudden in a playoff chase. It's awesome. I mean, I think it's what you play for um, to win games and to put yourself in the position where you can succeed. And, um, you know, obviously this team's done what they have um, before I got here, um, which was awesome. So, um, yeah, just looking to try and come in here and, and help where I can. And, um, you know, it's... it's uh, it's fun to play for something, and um, hopefully we can get some more wins over in their belt. Every hockey player plays their best when they're playing on instinct and not necessarily thinking. Going through that process to get to that point with the systems, and not only that, but the players you're playing with. You know, your D partner, knowing where he's going to be when pressure comes in a certain area. Going through that process, it just takes time. It's organic, but what's that been like? Yeah, um, I mean, obviously there's still things I need to learn. Um, a lot of things, but um, no, it's been, I think it's been good. Um, the guys on the back end have been great. Shazi's been great. Um, you know, coaches pulling me aside, little clips and videos where I can learn, um, hey, we're doing this, this, which is great, which is exactly what I need. So um, it's obviously going to take some time, but um, yeah, it's all encouragement and um, it's been great so far. I, I saw, I'm, I think it was your second game, there was a play where the other team's in a change in the second period. And, and a lot of times it would be a D-to-D regroup there. Let's get our fresh legs out there. But you throw a quick up up, up, up the ice. Couturier tips it to connect. And he goes in on two and one. Farabee scores. Playing that fast style lends to your game. How excited are you about that from a strategic standpoint? It's great. I mean, the big emphasis here in terms of uh, what we want to do is to play quick and transition fast and um, not let teams breathe. So, um, you know, I think when we're doing that, we're a pretty elite team and, and can play with anybody. So... Um, yeah, I think we just like to continue to do that, and hopefully I can contribute as well. Is there an East Coast mentality that's different from when you were on the West Coast? You grew up, obviously, a Toronto fan and, and that mentality, but is there a different kind of vibe here than there is there? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think uh, the biggest way, you know, hockey's growing in California, but it's obviously not where it is in Philadelphia um, and on the East Coast. So, you know, playing in front of a a sold-out crowd and just a building like that, passionate fans and whatnot, it's it's just been awesome. You know, I think uh, hockey's more relevant on the East Coast. I think anywhere you put it, that's just how it is. So, um, you know, it's awesome to play in front of passionate fans and play in a city and, and a place where where um, people enjoy it and are, and are passionate about it. Well, I know the fans here are really excited about your presence and what you bring to the table. Jamie, best of luck. Thanks for doing this. Thanks a lot. All right, there he is, Flyers defenseman Jamie Drysdale. Uh, Thanks to him for joining us for this episode of Flyers Daily. Looking forward 
to me, along with you guys, getting to know Jamie a lot more over the next couple of months and certainly over the next couple of years. When you look at a guy that can skate like he does and a right shot, perhaps top-pairing defenseman, um, that's a huge hole to fill. That's a very important hole to fill uh, in the NHL. We're hoping Jamie Drysdale fills it more than capably. So Flyers uh, may have really gotten a good player in return. Gave up a good key asset, uh, but may have gotten a real good piece in return uh, in that trade for Cutter Gauthier uh, back on the 8th of January. Hard, hard to believe it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a whirlwind couple of weeks. Um, but in this episode, I want to get to one more thing in this episode. We're gonna, it's the break, and we're dealing with the break, and we're recharging. We're hoping the players are recharging, and TK's out at All-Star, Travis Konechny, uh, we'll be talking to him coming up this morning, actually, when you hear this, and he'll be on tomorrow's episode, so we're going to have a chance to speak with Travis Konechny here on the podcast. You'll hear that tomorrow. Um, but I wanted to get to this um, tweet thread that I saw from uh, a great Flyer fan, and just I just wanted to read it, and I have some commentary on it, and I'd love to get people's thoughts on it as well. Um, it's from uh, at Ant DeGrazio. Anthony, um, I've read his tweets on here before. He's a guy that I follow on Twitter. He's a guy that played high-level hockey growing up, and he's a great Flyer fan, and he's always pretty pretty well thought out. Uh, so here was his tweet thread. He said the following. He said, as much as I get excited for Flyers game days, I know how much they need this break. I think fans need the break too. This isn't supposed to be happening. Remember that? These guys are exceeding expectations, uh, dealing with the shakeup uh, regarding the heart situation, young players in and out of the lineup, and to think all the adversity this team is still battling in a playoff spot. That goes to show the character of the group. He said, this is a stopgap group, but they're enjoying the ride right now. They're having fun and being able to just play the game. He said, Torts doesn't get enough credit for this either. They are playing hockey that is exciting, and as a player, it makes you want to play. But it's a tough and aggressive game, and it lets players be themselves. Torts on that tippet spingle. He's just out there playing. And then it sums it up and says, it's that simple. And I think this is really interesting, you know, kind of mini thread. Because there's so many elements I agree with. Um, that's not why I find it interesting. I think it's just well-spoken. Uh, but... It is exciting to watch Flyer games these days. There is a level of anticipation in watching a games that lacked over the last couple of years. You know, going to the rink for Flyer games, going to home games, or knowing, okay, tonight at, you know, 7 o'clock, the Flyers are going to take on, uh, you know, what, Team X. And you start to go, okay, I wonder who's going to step up. I wonder how the goaltending is going to do. I wonder what player is going to make my head explode. I'm wondering how this game is going to play out. Are they going to start off good or do they have to battle back? Are they going to be just really stingy and shots allowed and great with D-zone structure and getting out on the transition? What is TK going to do? What's Owen Tippett going to do? Travis Sanheim this season. You know, what What are these players going to do? Is Sean Couturier going to continue to defy the odds of the way he's come back, is for a while there, is Cam Atkinson going to get off the schneid? Now he's off the schneid. Is he going to score again? You know, these things. Is Cam York going to just continue to develop into such a solid player uh, on that blue line that can give you even more offense? There's all these things, and there is an excitement to it. 
it feels fresh. It feels different stylistically. It feels different almost spiritually. <laughs> it's if that even makes sense. But Flyers game days are exciting again. And that's great. We do need the break. I need it. You guys need it. We all need it. But we're ready for it to come back here very soon. Uh, but, you know, Ant says this isn't supposed to be happening. We didn't see this. And that's one of the fun elements of it, is that we didn't see this coming. We didn't expect to be entertained. We didn't expect to be excited. We didn't expect to have our hearts won back over. But that, that that's happened. Young players have been in and out of the lineup from Bobby Brink down with the Phantoms right now. And from what I understand, doing all the right things down there, working his tail off, to seeing everybody from Ule Lixell coming up. Or Flyers have played 11 different defensemen this year. They played 11 different defensemen. We're 50 games into the season, and they've played 11 different defensemen. Can you name all 11? It's not an easy thing to do. But they've played, when Jamie Drysdale got here, he was the 11th defenseman that they've played this season. So they have put a lot of different combinations out there. All right, you give up. All right, I'll give you the 11 defensemen. Uh, Travis Sandheim has played 49 games on the blue line. Sean Walker has played all 50. Cam York has played all 50. That's three. Igor Zamola has played 40. That's four. Uh, Nick Sealer has played 50. That's five. Um, Rasmus Ristolainen has played 29, that's 6. Louis Belpedio has played 10, that's 7. Uh, Jamie Drysdale has played 8, that's 9. Uh, Mark Stahl has played 17, that's uh, that's 10. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not very good at this. Or That's 9. And then Emil Andre has played 4, that's 10. Victor Mete played 1, that's 11. 11 different D. I don't, I mean, if you would have told me they played 11 D this year, and we're in a playoff position, I would have said you need to be checked into somewhere for a little bit of help. But that's exactly what they've done. So that's good to see. Um, this team has been through some adversity already. And the way they play, to Ant's point as well, is a very exciting brand of hockey, which I didn't see coming either. I didn't know that John Tortorella would go, all right, last year we learned how to defend. We learned how to play without the puck. Now we've got to absolutely buzz in transition and create offense off the rush. I didn't see that coming. That is a fun style to watch. So, great tweet thread there from Anthony DeGrazio. Great job, Ant. Um, all right, everybody, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, from All-Star, Travis Konechny will be our guest. So, join us coming up tomorrow on a brand-new Flyers Daily.